to me the most rewarding content is like not only just planning it out and having an intent, but like really executing the purpose. Hey y'all, DFOS here. My mission with this Limitless Theory 360 podcast is to connect you with the very people that have positively impacted my life and will continue to do the same for thousands of others by providing education-based, actionable techniques that allow you to create a limitless perspective on life. Three, two, one. So today, my guest is someone I've known for quite a few years now. It's actually fast how time is flying by. I think we met freshman year of college. Mm-hmm. He is the one and only behind the LT animation that y'all see every time I post a video. And he is the go-to content creator for anything, filmmaking, videography, and animation. My guest today is Greg Camelone. He's a good guy. How are we doing today, Greg? I'm doing excellent. How are you? <laughs> I'm good, man. It's early, so I know we're both a little <laughs> trying to get the energy up, but that's all right. Um, I think that's a good place to maybe even jump into quick is like the fact that we're willing to wake up at 7, 7.30 on a, on a Sunday and uh, do a podcast is that just alludes to our mindset a little bit and alludes to your willingness to go out and get it, which I love. Um, and you. then speaking of that stuff, what so we haven't talked in a couple of weeks probably. What is it that you're focusing on right now what is it that you're doing with your time yep so uh throughout the year i'm actually working towards earning my master's degree i go to southern illinois university i'm a graduate assistant there and i do all the or help out with all the video work in the athletic department so that's creating content featuring the student athletes and then um we also do the live production for all of our home sporting events that go on espn3 and plus um however my assistantship doesn't go through the summer so i'm home in new york freelancing testing the water seeing how i can uh reach clients on my own uh work on my own and just see what that experience is like kind of stepping out of my comfort zone and so far it's really been rewarding um just working with a lot of different people even if it's just chatting and consulting um it really kind of brings out a different side of me as far as not only selling myself, but dealing with other people. And like, you kind of learn how to not just use your creative ideas, but you're also collaborating with other people's creative ideas who aren't always necessarily your own. Mm -hmm. So like, that's a lesson in yourself um, or in itself. And then uh, also just getting to practice what I love doing every day is rewarding in itself too. I was going to say that's reward. But uh, did your mom tell you not to sell yourself? I feel like that's um you shouldn't do. She, if anything, she probably tells me to sell myself more. <laughs> uh, just because I'm, I enjoy it so much. I wish I could do it for free and just get a bunch of people to say yes, yes, yes. Um, digitally, even though it's been around for quite a bit, it's constantly still growing and people are still learning the impacts of photography and video work and how, what it can do for your business on mm-hmm. social media or where how, just the various platforms that it can be spread. So sometimes 
just the cost of that can be intimidating. Um, the cost of technology is really intimidating. Um, so it's just interesting to find that balance as especially since this is my first time kind of going on my own, something where like I can pay myself back, but also meet the budget of like a small business. Um, so just between the wear and tear on your equipment, but also like the labor and work time that you put into it is an interesting balance to make. Yeah, no, I can imagine you're definitely learning a ton by trying it on your own, which is awesome because most people don't have the the cojones to really try that, um, which is, is cool. It's actually motivating me to mm -hmm. look into starting to do all of my own work, um, whether you know that or not. Mm -hmm. So I appreciate that. Yeah, um, what are some of like the coolest projects or people you're working with right now? What, what's something uh, <laughs> so, and this kind of goes back to what, you're, what I was saying about selling yourself. Um, even though I know of a lot of different small businesses and whatnot, um, they're not necessarily going to reach out to me. So I knew it was going to be a lot of cold emailing and messaging and just calling, te texting, whatnot. And, um, there is these group of guys that I played basketball against in high school. Um, they all moved on to play college basketball. And one of them was actually able to make it to the NBA, which is fantastic. You know, represent the Hudson Valley. Yeah. Um, and he's, he was home for the summer for a little bit. Um, and they started their own basketball training and basketball camps. They actually started it last year. And I remember seeing it on social media and I thought that was great because you know, obviously they're successful basketball players and the fact that they're giving back to the local community, I think that's awesome. There's not much of that around here. Um, so back in, I'd probably say April, I went on their website and found their company email address and basically messaged them, uh, used my leverage saying like, Hey, I played you guys in high school yeah. basketball. Like, do you remember me? I remember you. Yeah. Um, and they pretty much got back to me within the same day and greatly appreciated the fact that I reached out. Um, we did a trial run. So I went to one of their training sessions. They had a couple uh, male basketball players working out. I filmed it and made them like a 45 second social media promo like video and they absolutely loved it. Um, they brought me back and the uh, NBA player had like this free workout and really any kid from the local community like no matter what age level or skill level you are, they invited you to an open gym and uh, they asked me to come film it and take some photos for them. So I went and did that and it was a blast. Um, and it, you know, it was very, very warming just to see like a guy who's made it to the professional level and he still is like so willing to help out kids that are, you know, look, look up to him now and he's a role model to all these local kids and he just comes back and doesn't think twice of just, hosting a free open gym just for kids to hang out with them alone. Um, yes. So that's probably the most exciting because one, I love basketball and two, it's like, it's all like good things that they're doing. Yeah. That's how we met initially. Oh yeah. yeah. She knew it's baby. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, do you remember the, uh, this, I think it was one of the 6am workouts where competition. <laughs> <laughs> yes i remember yeah me and you had to do the pull-up competition we were the definitely the two smallest people there 
Oh yeah, I think that's why we're selected. Cause oh, yeah. I'm never there. At least that's what my team told me. They're like, "You're the whitest. You got to do it." <laughs> Definitely, we were one of only a couple freshmen that looked like freshmen. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I'm pretty was... sure I weighed like, I think my weight was 137 when we took our physicals, and I was like, <laughs> no. I was I was probably. 150 but that's because i'm a couple inches taller than you so like that's really all like, that's all it was I wasn't I'm, I'm athletic but no nah, i was not a grown man that's for sure dude there were some kids there that were 17 no nah, mm, there was 100 pounds of muscle <laughs> 18 19 yeah yeah they're easily you know a buck 95 with you know, yeah. probably 15% body fat. No, there was a lot of good talent in that trial, or that that year at least. Team was terrible, but <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Um, so then what do you have on your wall behind you, speaking of basketball? Oh, yeah. I'm, that, trying, um, I'm trying to see some of those pictures up there. Yeah, I have all, like, you can see half of it, but I have all the, the NBA pennants for each team. Um oh. I had some trading cards I bought like this when I was a little kid, like a huge combo pack or whatever. Yeah. So like some of the players that I actually like thought were cool or like maybe they were like some retro cards. Um, I mean, for some reason, Anderson Verja made the wall. I don't know why, but um, <laughs> Sean Marion is up there, but uh, mostly down the middle, like the two big pictures are Dwayne Wade because that's my guy. Yeah. Um, and then there was like a couple like Michael Jordan picture or cards like those little ones. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, that's that's pretty much it. The funny thing is, um, when I had bought these and set these up, I put them in like conference rankings. So <laughs> apparently the Heat were in first and the Knicks were in second. So uh, how um, things have changed. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the Phoenix Suns were in last though, so that's consistent. No. Yep, that's absolutely. Um, the way the cookie crumbles still and uh let's, the raptors were close to last too so at least they've kind of climbed the ladder but, but yeah dude what did you uh what did you think of all the, the final finals yeah, that was- um honestly free agency hasn't even started yet and it's more entertaining than the finals but uh, <laughs> no i i was happy to see the raptors win um yeah. it's good to get another face yeah, like, I don't know. I'm not, like, a a fan of anybody. Like, oh, I love watching them play. But, like, like s- stories like Fred Van Leet, who, you know, came from Wichita State and kind of, like, just wasn't a big name and obviously showed out in the NBA Finals and even the second half of the playoffs. So, but you like, like, I like the stories, you know, when people kind of come out and do things. Um, Kawhi was definitely unrealistic how he was playing in, in the playoffs the finals he was he was good too but um yeah prior to probably, the first yeah the first couple series of the playoffs he was just um yeah like just a one-man team yeah but, uh, i don't know it just you know people are always gonna throw out the speculation because clay and kd were hurt um and i think that kind of has to do with what Kawhi's decision making is going on right now because yeah. uh <laughs> I mean, even, like, say all teams are healthy and all teams stay the same exactly as it was this past year, like, 
the Raptors aren't going to win the next NBA Finals with the same squad. No. You know what I mean? So, like, if anything, I could see the Bucks coming back and beating them in the East, which I thought they were going to beat them in the East. But, um, yeah, uh, I, it was good. It was something different. But uh, I'm curious. To, I'm more interested in free agency right now. Yeah, seriously. That starts tonight at, what, 6? Yeah. Yeah, I think – uh, today's the like official date that they can like do agreements. So by the time this airs, everything is already going to be. Yeah. <laughs> what are they talking about? Everything will already be done. Comes uh, up to the Celtics apparently. So yeah, dude, I'm excited for that. Actually, yeah, I, I love Kemba. I would love yeah. to see that. Happy, uh, he'll be more with a well-rounded team and coach. Yeah. Exactly. He deserves that after what he's done. Yeah. Where he's come from. He's from New York, so I'll for him. <laughs> and he was a Yukon. Oh, yeah. Local, so mm-hmm. get back into the Northeast and just stay there. Yeah. Uh, you know? Yeah. Um, so I don't know if we've ever talked about going so far back. Where, like, when did your whole love for fitness and health and basketball kind of start where, where when when and where did you get into it because it's you have a strong passion for it like very strong yeah I know. why am i not a pro no i'm just kidding <laughs> um gosh uh i think basketball has just been like a life thing um you know of course my parents put me into sports when i was little uh so i played soccer and basketball growing up and as time went on, like basketball definitely carried over more than soccer. Um, that's just what I was more interested in practicing. Like each day, like I was either at the park or practicing in my driveway and definitely wasn't in the yard playing soccer as much. So, yeah. <laughs> um, and I ended up like once high school came around, I definitely like got burnt out from soccer and invested in basketball, like full time, played a year around. Um, I remember when I was 10, I think that's when I first watched Dwayne Wade so when you're a little kid you're just like oh he's good I like him and then yeah. you just follow them the rest of your life but uh no I always thought he was a good person a good role model he didn't seem to get into much trouble outside of basketball um but yeah I don't know there is uh of course like the love for it is a huge part of it but um there's something I guess that goes with just having a purpose you know at mm-hmm. the time growing up like you believe certain things when you're younger because you obviously know different things. But um, I was like so determined to play college basketball. So like that was my mindset. Like, oh, I'm only doing well in school because I, w- I want to get accepted to college and I want to play <laughs> basketball or like I want to get a scholarship, like that type of thing. So like there was certain goals and that's what I was dedicated to. Like I didn't, I could care less about like, hey, let's go hang out at the mall or like let's go you know, party or do whatever once kids got older. Um, you know, I was more interested in watching film or uh, once I was in high school, I would have my parents like film on whatever device we had at the time, my games. And I would like bring it into my laptop and go on iMovie and make my, my own little highlight tapes Yay. and um, put them on YouTube like, I would like email coaches with the YouTube link and just cause I was from a small school. Um, I knew like there really wasn't any sort of exposure there. 
Yeah. Um, so I knew it was kind of something where I kind of just had to make my own name for it. Um, but yeah, it was just something that like I was invested in and it never felt like, oh, this sucks or like I just loved doing it. And, you know, I always was looking forward to practice. Um, I would always go to the parks like after school and play. Um, it was just just kind of felt like an escape, I guess, and something I wanted to continue doing. It's funny you say that, uh, the escape part, because mm-hmm. two things that caught my eye there were, or caught my ear, I guess you could say. <laughs> uh, with your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> was the passion and, like, purpose, like, having that purpose. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? What, what am I doing this for? Where, where do I see it down the road? Which I think is a big topic as we graduate college and people hit this like 22 to 24 range and they're like, I don't have a purpose. Like what's going on where I have to think of one. My, my purpose is <laughs> get out of school. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so now like, yeah, the, the ball's in our court to create a purpose for ourselves. So that's something I want to dive back into. But the other thing that you mentioned is that getting away. It's your getaway. Um, mm-hmm. You know, for an hour a day at basketball practice, there's no other thoughts. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's something that I've struggled to transition into my fitness. Um, I don't know if you have the same, because we both work out, we're both active, we're both doing, you know, the things we need to do to, to stay balanced and whatnot. But for me, basketball is, I'm realizing this, like, as time progresses, basketball is still the thing that allows me to let go more than anything else. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, same. Yeah. So, like, I feel like with the gym, like, I always call that me time when I go work out. Mm-hmm. And um, it's weird. Like, sometimes it's like, oh, I love working out by myself. And other times, like, oh, I love working out with someone else because they can spot you or just, you know, whatever. Sometimes it's nice to have company. And uh, now that I'm back home, my, my brother recently like moved home back home too, and he's getting married and moved back to New York. And uh, we've been working out together. And it's strange because it's like I'm so used to working out by myself, and like you turn on your Spotify playlist or whatever, and I'm just so used to going. And now there's like someone talking to me. It's like, dude, no, like I need to get in this mindset, you know? And I don't know. It's definitely, like, and of course, I enjoy working out with my brother. Um, and he's an athletic trainer, so he makes me do things that are more proper and whatnot. So uh, it's all it's all good. But it's funny because, like you said, like basketball is really that escape. Even though you're still you can be around other people if you're playing pickup or whatever. Like when you're dribbling the ball or you're driving to the hoop or whatever, like you're not thinking of anything. Nothing else. else no. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's there's definitely no comparison. Um, even with like the whole purpose thing, like when I like shoot for something or film for something, um, a lot of times it can be very easy to just kind of like almost wing it in a way where like, Oh, like these are the shots I want to take. And like, this is the vision I have for it and then piece that together. Um, but like to me, the most rewarding content is like not only just planning it out and having an intent, but like really executing the purpose of, all right, what is this going to do? once it's done so you know if it's for a brand and of course like promote the brand or you know express their mission statement Mm -hmm. um 
but like in 2017 when I had an internship at, at this place called New TV, they required me to make a documentary. And the first thing that came to mind was doing the documentary on the mental health of student athletes. And that like, it just got, of course it was warming to get a lot of positive feedback, but just the fact that like, I was able to put something together that people don't really necessarily like to talk about or kind of slide it under the covers to make it something not to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> that, it's it's wonderful. Yeah. So just to try to make it more of the norm, um, it's still something that I like to research and do stuff on as well as that topic, just because, I mean, we so easily forget the athletes are humans too that also have emotions. You know, they're not just trained to dribble a ball. Um, <laughs> so uh, I think, I think it's heard important. that before. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, ball and shut up, right? So I think it's very important just to try to be, you know, show ways to be more understanding, um, show ways to develop more perspectives. Um, I think, you know, having various perspectives is a huge thing. And uh, so creating content like that, it's definitely rewarding. Um, and again, it goes back to the purpose thing, doing things with intent, I think is more meaningful than just going about life. Yeah, that's such a good point. Um, it's something that, like I mentioned, people lose sight of, especially at our age. People get out into the real world and they don't, they never had to look past it because since they were four years old before they could even remember anything, mm -hmm. they were just told, do it and you'll get out, do it and you'll get out, do it and you'll get out. And then all of a sudden you're six stages into school and you're still not out or maybe you just got out and now you're like, all right, uh, the whole purpose mm -hmm. of that was to get a job. But if a job is a quarter, a third, or, you know, maybe a quarter of my life, um, which is a whole nother topic. I will never be working for anybody like that. Um, mm -hmm. if, if, if it's going to be a quarter of your life and what you do throughout your years and your time, you still have three quarters of your life to live. So like you have to find a purpose outside of that. Right. <laughs> you have to have a greater purpose. You have to have a purpose that, is far beyond, you know, waking up and going to clock in, or even in our instance, like waking up and doing um, our content or reaching out to those people, like, you know, where do we see that moving us to? Where, do, where mm -hmm. does that progress forward? And like I always say, and part of the limitless theory is the fact that me and you in ourselves, uh, with the time that we have on this earth, we are not limitless. That's right. like, there's no way I can go do some things, but the fact that I strive to improve allows the next person who is following in my footsteps or someone else alongside me or a child in the future can progress from that. You know, yeah, it, absolutely. it's an evolutionary constant uptick and that's where i get the concept of limitless theory mm -hmm. there's something that will add you know you take a step up the next person can take another step yeah um, same you know generation wise i think we are taking a massive step 
in two different directions. <laughs> Some of us are absolutely moving in the direction of let's move forward with things like mental health for student athletes. Mm-hmm. Let's move forward with the LBGTQ. Let's move forward with, you know, the lack of politics and religion being so close knit that you have no other vision other right. than, those. you know, uh, and then you have the other side of <laughs> the spectrum, which I won't allude to it all too much because I'll go on a rant is just let's use the the better drugs to get more effed up and end up in a worse spot and not have to deal with reality anymore than I already have to. And there's a million ways they go about that. It's not just drugs. It's not just alcohol. It's not just, but there's a a clear split in Mm -hmm. our, in our generation right now. And we have to try to continue to almost in a tug of war sense, pull the rope to our side. Right. Um, <laughs> kind of like going off where you mentioned about being limitless in your whole, um, your theory and your outlook. It's this kind of like way I look at it and it's, it sounds a little wrong, but like it's okay. The way I go about it, it's like, it's okay to be selfish. Mm-hmm. And so what I mean by that is like doing things that are good for you. And that, you know, that comes with eating healthy. It comes with exercising daily. Mm-hmm. Um, doing, you know, just sometimes those little things where you like, it's really not complicated, but you just kind of make some random excuse just not to do it. Like we all do it, you know, it happens. But sometimes you're like, why wouldn't I want to go do that? Or why wouldn't I just get up and pick up the TV remote? Whatever the case may be, you know, it's just like little things that you're allowed to, you know, wash your face every night before you go to bed. Like little things that help you, become better and healthier but we just sometimes choose not to do it um those are the things that i think like we kind of need to like think more about and give more attention to so like like that's how i think to myself like it's okay to like think selfish like do things that are good for you like take those risks or those job opportunities that like may help you improve or like lead you towards those ideal jobs that you would eventually want um and then i think also while doing that the more you do stuff that's good for you, the better you're going to feel. So mm-hmm. like the reason why I like to dedicate myself to something is because it feels good to achieve something. That's just how I personally feel. Um, you know, even like as far as fitness goes, I go to the gym one, cause mentally it's good. Like I said before, it's kind of like my me time, but then two, like I can also feel good about myself. So if I think I look good, then I'm going to be in a better mood than if I'm like, you know, dang, I need to lose 30 pounds or whatever. Like, that's not going to make me happy. So um, I think, you know, it's like a full circle. If you, you know, if you look good, you feel good. If you feel good, you do good. Yeah. Which uh, is why I'm naming this podcast the LT360 podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I'm coming at it from so many different perspectives and views and having so many different types of conversations with so many different types of people it's it's you're really gonna my goal is to create that illusion not illusion that uh that vision of one leads to the next and it leads back to the first you know and it all comes together and you know i think it's obviously ignorance is bliss and people love to 
not do what they should for so many reasons. And I think the fact that we have exposure to all these people living these unbelievable lives and lifestyles because of the amount of money they've made and have and stuff that people were never exposed to before. It's all unprecedented. So we have this sense of, well, they're doing it. So why can't I, Mm -hmm. you know? And it's like, we're all, we're all evolving at a different pace. We're all moving through time differently. And, you know, their family may be a couple years ahead of you, but if you continue to get better, your grandkids can be where they are, you know, like you, that's the mindset that people are lacking to cultivate right now Mm -hmm. Um, on a mass scale. There's thousands, millions of people actually out there that understand that concept, but we have to make that the norm. We have to make that the understanding for general population so that as a society and as a species, I mean, (laughs) we're a lot more than just a society, right? Like there's so many things that humans are doing that (laughs) Mm -hmm. as a species that need to change, uh, which is a whole different topic, but it all starts with taking me time, right? right? That one ripple effect in the water, that one drop of water Mm -hmm. causes energy to flow into the next one. So, um that kind of or sorry go ahead no no go for it go for it um going off what you were saying earlier like one thing that i've also kind of told myself and um i try to i do a little blog so i try to express in that too um is kind of like to believe in something so whether it's you know you believe in god destiny faith uh everything happens for a reason whatever type of motto belief just believe in something so that way you kind of can give yourself that reassurance. Cause I don't think if you be- necessarily believe in something, you're uh, causing any sort of fake illusion. I think it just gives you that tor- sort of motivation and reinsurance that like things will be okay. And like, like you said earlier, we're all on our own path. So like, this is the path that's meant to happen. Like if you're putting in the effort and the work, like you're going to end up where you're supposed to be. And sometimes where we end up isn't, what our intentions might've been or what we had hoped for. But I think ultimately it kind of ends up being what's best for us. Um, we're necessarily meant for us because I think we can always keep growing. So I don't think, like you said, life's limitless. We don't have like a cap at the point. I was like, Oh, this is the point. I'm, I'm good. Like, <laughs> you know, like I think we can always improve. We can always learn more. Um, so I think that's what like social media can easily take away from us sometimes is, you know, like you said, you can see some 20 year old and they're viral and it's like, what? like they're famous and they have all these millions of followers. And for what they post pictures of themselves all the time. Like, I don't want to do that, you know, <laughs> but, uh, I think, you know, people don't necessarily always post the bad on social media. They don't post the long hours of work they put to get to where they are. You know, there's, there's this dilution of, you know, it's, everything's great. Um, and kind of like easy and immediate when really the journey is what's valuable. So yeah. I don't think that's what should be rushed. And I think so like I, I do it too. Like social media makes me impatient sometimes. It's like, Oh, I want to, you know, I want my content to look like that. Or I want to, you know, be creating content for this brand, like, et cetera. But you know, at the same time, like sometimes I shoot and it's like, Oh, like 
you know, that was great. Like I kind of felt myself learning something new today. Like, Oh, I did that technique better than the last time I filmed something. So like you, you think you're like ready for something when you see it off social media, like immediately, and then you go and do your process. And it's like, okay, like I'm building up to it. And you realize like how rewarding the growth is. Yes. Which goes back to everything we do can either fulfill ourselves and give us more confidence and make us feel better about ourselves so that the next day that can progressively get better. Or it's like in nutrition, we talk about every meal can either inhibit and fight disease or create disease. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like an inflammatory meal is just sets you up to make that decision again because mental acuity isn't there as much. Mm. Whereas an anti-inflammatory meal will, or supplement or something that's beneficial to you that you're taking in a smoothie, something like that Mm. can absolutely help you create better content for the next two hours and help you make a better meal decision after you're done creating that content. And those things you can see how it can just exponentially grow. And that's all we're trying to do for sure, which is why you're here. Cause yeah. <laughs> uh, we've always had that connection. We've always sat down at lunch and had these talks. Oh yeah. Crazy good stuff. Isn't that it? one time was a couple hours, wasn't it? Yeah. It was like two and a half <laughs> out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Let's chat real quick. We'll catch up. And then I remember I was sitting in my car and it was like two and a half hours went by. I was like, Wow. I think that's probably the one and only time I spent two and a half hours in the cath. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. You know, like, it's one of those things, like, oh, I'm I'm here to eat and I'm here to go, you know? Like, there's always something else to do. But no, it was always great chats. But then it's also, I mean, on the same note, it allows that conversation to happen again. You know, Mm -hmm. it allows that conversation to be more normal, uh, which is the same reason I think in terms of content, uh, Gary V always talks about just create content, just mm-hmm. do it because a lot of people are so focused on creating that perfect content that we get that illusion of everything's good in that person's life. Right. Whereas if you film, you know, someone going from the car to the plane and going through airport security you realize someone's actual ability to deal with people and uh, their patience and their outlook on life and their ability to not get mad when someone says, yo, take out your laptop or, you know what I'm saying? Like that's when you see people's real interactions as opposed to someone just, you know, sitting in the corner seat after they've gone through all that. And now they just Mm -hmm. want to smile for a picture with the, you know, the sky in the background. Right. Um, which is why I decided to really just move forward with this podcast thing, because it was funny. I ended up watching the first Joe Rogan podcast, the first, mm. first one ever. I think it was like 2001. He filmed it. And <laughs> yeah, 18 years ago. It's insane. Almost 19. And it was so bad. <laughs> <laughs> It was so bad. And I, between Gary Vee and watching that, who's now the, he's the number one podcast in the country on Mm -hmm. iTunes and multiple other platforms. 
he's pretty much like the guru of all current events. Like everyone goes to him and looks to him. Uh, like it's crazy to see where he started and where he is now. And I was like, well, if I don't start, I'm not getting any closer to that. Right. So mm-hmm. I might as well. And I have conversations like this with people like yourself and you and so many other people that I have in my life. And I'm lucky to be around and be able to, you know, converse with, I have these conversations all the time. Why, why are we not just getting it out there for other people to have the same conversations? Right. So that's kind of where I got inspired to do this, which is super cool uh, because it all ties back in. And after I do one of these, I feel so good. Like mm-hmm. just, you know what I'm saying? Like after that two and a half hour conversation in the calf, right. you walked out of there and you were like, I don't even know if I ate, but like, I yeah less because <laughs> yeah no exactly like uh like the name of my blog is called a fire to inspire and one i've always called that like having a fire inside yourself just because it's like you know have that edge or have that eagerness to like go do whatever it is that you want to do whether like whether it's to learn something new or to achieve something new like just have that fire to like to go do it and keep that fire ignited. Mm-hmm. Um, and then of course, like to, the blog is to hopefully like inspire anyone who reads it with any of my personal experiences, whether it's like through the creative stuff I do, the lifestyle stuff that I do. Um, it's basically a lifestyle blog. Like there are creative stuff in it, but it's basically just to talk to whoever is reading it and be like, this happened. This is how I got here. And, you know, hopefully this is, you know, whatever the messages of this post is inspirational in some sort of way. Um, but again, yeah, like just having that fire to go and do something, um, and like how you said with the full circle, it's just the more you do and the more you learn, like the more you'll progress. And like, for instance, with the Joe Rogan, um, podcast, like after year, like two or three, he was probably like, no, eh, like, what's the point of this? I'm not getting anywhere. And then he like continued and I'm sure like each little bit of growth he got, <clears throat> that's what it, kept him motivated and inspired to push it another year and now like you said he's he's the number one podcast and when he first started out um who knows maybe that was his goal but you know it's hard to see that when you're just starting out Mm -hmm. and it's it's that sense of just having belief in something right right. it's like uh, i'm doing it because it feels right Mm -hmm. and uh amazing (laughs) yeah it's funny and and speaking of which one of my questions that i wanted to ask you too um and it ties in perfectly full circle with what um we've been talking about in terms of having a purpose having a fire having a belief and having a vision where do you see yourself where do you see your brand where do you see your freelancing Mm -hmm. your time going in the next five years like in five years where do you want to be um that's a great question i five years i would say i'd like to be working for a college athletic department um you know doing kind of what i do now as far as creating content for college athletics for school and their student athletes and i say that just because i'm also being reasonable um you know my ultimate goal i think i would love to film and photograph with miami heat or even just on a freelance basis around the basketball world. Um, however, I, I give myself 
college first because this the stuff that I do now wasn't necessarily the stuff I studied toward for my bachelor's degree mm-hmm. that was more so on the sports writing side because I originally thought I wanted to be a sports journalist but, um, but and then thing and stuff like that yeah so then around 2017 is when I really got into video I got a lot of the really solid experience um, it's when I started my job at Harvard so that's what not only showed me like how much I really enjoyed it, but it really exposed me to like all the stuff that's really out there. Um, and another thing I'm trying to teach myself is to be patient with the process and to enjoy it. So I know that I can't just jump from, you know, work, you know, doing a graduate assistantship and getting a master's degree to straight pros, you know, when I kind of started in 2017. Um, you know, that doesn't mean I'm not going to, work to those limits or to like try to get to those points. Mm -hmm. Um, But I also would like to be at the college level because I feel like there's stuff there that I would want to learn before kind of jumping into the pro level and, you know, not giving the full standards that I would want to give meet that, you know, meet above expectations. I know there's a lot to learn for me. Um, You know, the, the technology alone is growing continuously and the, the new equipment, it's like, you know, for me, it's beautiful. It's like, Oh, what that can do this now. I'm like, it's fun. But, uh, you know, it's just, it's a matter of being patient, like understanding, like there's a point when I'll be ready for that. Mm-hmm. So that's why I don't want to necessarily rush it because I, I, I not only want to be qualified, but I want to feel like I'm still learning and growing, but also making content that's suitable for that level. Yeah. No, that's, that's a really good way to look at it because mm-hmm. a lot of people would just uh, I heard a quote last night, actually. It alluded to the fact that there's a bunch of people, I think it was Simon Sinek, there's a bunch of people, especially our age, standing in the valley and we're looking at the peak of the mountain and we just we just want to hit the summit. We mm-hmm. forget that there's a mountain in between. Mm-hmm. And uh, <clears throat> the only way you get to the top of the summit and this is just stuff that I've learned over the years and stuff that I'm actually uh, learning in school and um, through my studies right now. You can't, your body, if you just got dropped off at the top of the summit, you're dead, right? You're not going to survive. The only way you get there is by adapting to each new level, each new height, and on you know gaining that capacity to actually breathe there right. which is why i think a lot of people will get so overwhelmed when they actually get an opportunity mm-hmm. because they quite literally can't breathe with the opportunity they can't calm their nervous system down and mm-hmm. be confident in the fact that they can move forward with it they get to that opportunity. They haven't practiced enough. They haven't put themselves in the right shoes to do the job for that, you know, opportunity. And they quite literally cannot calm themselves down. Right. Uh, they can't breathe. So it's one other thing that we just have to try to make people understand. And I think we are is, mm there is a process there is a growth there is a journey that is a hundred percent necessary and without it 
you're just throwing yourself into the fire. Yeah, it's going to be unbalanced. Yeah, exactly. And Mm -hmm. uh, you may be able to, you know, pretend like you're, you can be there for a little while, but you will get exposed. And that's not to say that that's a bad thing. Um, Because like you said, you're still going to be growing when you do get to the pros, because I think you will. And you will still be learning. You'll still be growing, but you will be able to do so in a calm and, you know, present way where you're not just like minds rushing at a thousand, you know, miles. Yeah. Like be at the level where you can do your job and do your job well, Mm -hmm. but then learn for like the wow factor. Yeah. So, you know, like not only to impress the people you work for, but to impress yourself. Exactly. You know what I mean? And that's why I think like, is so fascinating and learning new things. It's like you didn't even know something existed or maybe you didn't even, or as simple as you didn't know how to do it. And then you go through that process and now you can do it like second nature. And it's, you know, like when you think about it like that, it's really amazing. Um, so I think like instead of like people playing video games or like watching Netflix or something like, I mean, we all do it, but like, when you start to shift all the time you commit to that stuff into say maybe you're like watching a YouTube tutorial and then you execute practicing what you learned and learn how to play the guitar or something like that, I think is a little more valuable than, you know, watching some movie that's like, Oh, that wasn't any good. And then you realize you just wasted two hours or something, you know? And, uh, you know, it's not to say Netflix is bad. It's not to say video games are bad, right? There's, probably a lesson to be learned from both Mm. Uh, and you can even watch a documentary on netflix that actually teaches you something right or you Mm -hmm. can watch a movie um that gives you some sort of inspiration Mm. right but to that's why i have such a tough time with um like non-fiction just Mm. you know um it to like read like a made up story that just doesn't have any context to real life. It, mm-hmm. it almost like bothers me <laughs> because there, yes, it's good to just get your mind away sometimes, but I don't think that's how we're, like evolutionarily our mind was not meant to get away by right. watching some bullcrap movie that puts a vision in your mind that's not mm-hmm. real. Yeah, and I'm, like, again, with video games, like, I know a lot of people, like, that's, like, their escape, like, mm-hmm. how you were saying with basketball before, and, like, it's fun, like, I'll do it, and it's good to take a break from whatever, but, yeah, like, again, it kind of gives this false picture, of, like, this is how things go, like, you know, Call of Duty, like, oh i can be in the army but no you don't come back to life if you get shot or you know like (laughs) same with you know grant that thought you can't go and steal cars and be okay like it kind of teaches things that aren't necessarily ethical or moral um but you know if it provides that escape where oh i can go and do these things in a video game and it doesn't harm my real life situation then you know everyone's morals and values are different and that's okay yeah, and I think there's another point to say that you shouldn't do that for five hours. Right. You have to escape. You have to get away for mm-hmm. five hours of your day. Then the problem is much bigger than 
Yes. Just going to get your mind away from it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Some serious stuff in that realistic world of yours. Mm. Uh, and really start looking at how you spend your time because if you need to get away for that long, then you are really right. not a happy camper and that's not going to get you anywhere. It's not even going to allow you to play your video game at your best. So like, right. why? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, look how, at least like within my home local community, like the people who I grew up with playing basketball are like still the same people who go and play at the basketball courts. So like the kids that are younger like you don't see like this new wave of kids coming in and like taking over the courts. Yeah. And I like, I always say like, it's, it's the video games. Cause like, Oh, like why should I go play in the heat and like force sweat. myself? Yeah. Sweat, you know, Oh, I got to run up and down the court yeah. when I can go be LeBron James on 2k and, you know, dunk and do all this fun stuff. Yeah. That's how I always looked at it. I mean, whether or not it's true, I don't know, but I mean, I think it, you can't really say it's a coincidence that all of a sudden video games come up and mm-hmm. those kids sign up for, you know, the town leagues and or even just playing for the fun of it. Yeah, town it's leagues. That on social things like that. Mm-hmm. Town leagues are definitely just plummeting all over the country. Um, I, it's sickening. I drive by outdoor courts, whether I'm at, you know, I'm up in Rhode Island where I was last week or down here, never anybody. There's no one ever playing. And it's... Mm-hmm. I think about it as a kid. I used to just get on my bike. I would go to a court. If there was people there, I played till everybody else left. Then I went to the next one. If there wasn't people there, I would just go to the next one. I find one with people. Okay, I'm going to play. Dude, like, never mind now riding a bike to a basketball court is yeah. definitely a no-no like you're not getting on your bike your mom's dropping you off or you know mm-hmm. brother sister dad uncle whatever i'm not i'm not walking <laughs> yeah 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 um it's crazy but um i mean i think that's a good place to to wrap up i'm actually going to go to yoga at nine yes. o'clock and uh get away this is a cool yoga class you would you would definitely like it it's outside it's perfect yeah it's It's out already yeah (laughs) it's outside and it is um they basically do like uh by donation oh okay so it's free and you can donate money if you want to and this woman comes she brings a speaker she has her little headset on and the last three or four times I've been, there was anywhere from like 40 to 60 people there. No, that's awesome. So it's really, really cool. Um, and then it's right on the beach. So it, it's not in the sand. Yeah. It's not in the sand. It's on the, the turf, um, which is like right off the road. And uh, basically we do it on the turf and then afterwards I just go jump in the water and cool off and uh, nice. swim for a couple minutes and then I just ride my bike back to uh, <clears throat> the crib. So yeah. um, I'm going to take off, but before I do, um, I want to ask you where people can find you. I know you have your blog. I know you have your two different mm-hmm. Instagram accounts and um, I think it would be really cool if you uh, could provide like a website or a link or something or a place for people to go check out 
your portraits and your mental health um, with athletes video because that was really cool. I did. I remember going to that presentation. That was yeah. awesome. So, Thank you. Um, so website wise, uh, gcamelone.com. So it's just G-C-A-M-I-L-L-O-N-E.com. Um, and on there, you'll see a ton of different stuff. There's, you see showcases of all my different work. There's different photo albums, uh, different video categories, you know, stuff that I've done with SIU, stuff I've done for freelance, um, and even like the documentaries that I've done in the past. Okay. Uh, and yeah, like the various photo albums. There's also an art store, so you can like, I have prints on there and canvases, stuff like that. Um, my blog is also attached to that, so you can see all my blog posts. Um, you know, people are able to subscribe to that if they want. Um, and yeah, you'll see, you know, sometimes I like to have guest writers, so you'll see various stuff on that. Um, as far as Instagram, uh, Greg Camelone is the username for basically where I post my work. So if I'm working on a, a video with a brand or something I like that I did with SIU, I'll post it on there. It's kind of like a little portfolio. Mm -hmm. Um, if you're more interested in like my lifestyle and day-to-day -day stuff, uh, GCAM123 is the other account. So it's just yeah. GCAM123. Um, and I'll still post like photo and video stuff on that too, but it's more so like a way for me to post pictures of my dogs or, you know, just, <laughs> just wherever I'm at. That's uh, not necessarily more for the professional realm. Um, so yeah, that's how you can find me. Um, I do have Twitter, which is also GCAM123, but okay. more so Instagram's my baby. That's what I like to use. So <laughs> I didn't know you had a kid. No. Yeah, me either. <laughs> <laughs> Something you didn't tell me. Yeah. Um, all right, so the last question. Dead or alive, you can yeah. have a conversation with five people from any point in time. Who are they? Oh boy. Wow. Probably say, I mean, the easy one's like Dwayne Wade just because I like looked up to him so much as a little kid. So just to kind of like pick his brain. Um, huh. Gary V would be a guy I wouldn't mind talking to because like, I feel like he's very raw. Okay. Um, so like if he gets a read on you, he's, he's not going to sugarcoat it. He's just going to tell you like how it is. Yeah. I think that's like especially valuable this time of day where some things can be like too sensitive. Mm -hmm. um, that's two. We got three more. Dead or alive. Um, I'd say uh, another one would be my grandfather. Just to like kind of hear more stories from him about his time and like, I don't know, sometimes it's like you, when someone passes away, you wonder like, did I really hear everything or like get the most I could have learned from them out of it? You know, because when you're younger, you don't think to like ask questions or just, mm -hmm. you're just like, oh, everyone's here or whatever. Yeah. Um, is that three? That's three. Oh, oh boy. Um, <laughs> I don't know if this is allowed, but I wouldn't, I would like want to talk to my younger self and like, I love that. 
like even though I'm only 23, like, you know, certain parts in high school just be like, or even just different um, experiences, like not to think certain ways. Like, I feel like if, I mean, of course everyone matures and whatnot, but some of the outlooks I have now of like not being so nervous or not like overthinking about how someone else may feel or think whatever, and just kind of like just being you and doing you. I think that would have been really helpful. Just, you know, like in sports, you're like, just all different, you know, different mindsets you have because you have different coaches and people telling you different things. And like, I guess trying to like trust yourself more at certain times. Um, I, I would definitely like to do that for myself as well. Yeah. Like I, I feel like I was all over the place when I was a little kid. Like, just, <laughs> do I shoot like this? Or, you know, like, I don't know. Um, fifth one. You know, I, I've, something that keeps popping into my head, and I think this is why I'm having trouble with it, is that what's really great about the industry that I'm in is that it's kind of like social media sports and sports video, the community, and I'm part of this Slack group, and there's over 2,000 members in it, and I can't say, like, anything negative about it. Like, it's all positive, and, like, people are so nice and, like, willing to help each other. And I feel like when you're in athletics and you're making content, it can so easily turn into a competition. But yet people are like so willingly to showcase their work and give feedback and like, or even just compliment each other. So I, I don't have a specific individual in mind, um, but I would love to just learn with more of those people. Like, how did you get to this position? Um, you know, how are you able to learn all the different equipment that's out there and really be able to make the right decisions to pick the best equipment for, you know, the team and the content that you're shooting for, um, you know, just like what it's like at the pro level or at this type of division one level, uh, stuff like that, you know, just the whole, you know, how to, how did you get to where you are type of stories, um, you know, and then like to also really investigate their creative mindset. Um, everyone's different. So they might go about creating their videos or their photos differently than, you know, the next person. Um, so really just picking each other's brains in that sense, as far as what the creative process is like. Um, so yeah, yeah. You know, I guess the guy who does work for the Miami, he'd be like, Hey man, what, you know, <laughs> what's your thought process with this? Or how did you get here? Where'd you go to college? You know, the whole shebang and because people have their own journey. So I think that's, what's fascinating. Cool. So when are you coming down to Miami again? Because, like, you definitely need to come. I do. I, I need to. Down. I just, honestly, money or not, I should just book a fight and make it work. Just because yeah. uh, <laughs> I do. You, you and Sean sure. are both out there. So I have more than one reason to be out. I have so many reasons to go out there. <laughs> uh, definitely feel free to come stay with me, man. I would appreciate that. Anytime. Um, we'll definitely do this again. That's without a doubt. Uh because we didn't even like scratch the surface on what we could talk about for sure um, we'll definitely chat soon um i definitely want to pick your brain a little bit more um on some content stuff okay. um maybe sure. even on the website stuff as i'm creating my website right now mm-hmm. but um for everybody watching if you haven't already mm-hmm. and you don't know this guy go check out his instagrams Go check out his website. His blog is real deal. It's good. It's not going to bore you to death at all. <laughs> and um, I definitely highly recommend everybody watches that 
video he did on student athlete mental health. There's a lot of people that I know in that video, which is also really cool. Products mm -hmm. USL College. So, thank you, man, I appreciate you. Um, definitely looking forward to doing this again. Stay in contact. We'll talk soon. Yes. Um, anything else you want to say? No, yeah, absolutely. I enjoyed being here. Thank you for having me. It's always, I feel like our talks are always wholesome but i probably sound like a broken record but uh <laughs> no it's always it's always good chatting with each other and speaking you know with similar beliefs and just you know trying to make people push towards what they want to do you know rather say i wish say i am and just go and achieve those dreams yeah absolutely man i couldn't agree more yeah. um, well you enjoy yoga class man <laughs> i wish i was joining you yeah <laughs> I'll, I'll go do my yoga downstairs yeah no i know you're you're one of the reasons I always make sure I do it too, because we used to have that conversation all the time. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, man, have a good rest of your day. Thank you. You too. Thank you again. All right. All right. My pleasure. Appreciate yeah. you having me. Of course. Peace. Please, y'all, if you were able to take anything from today's podcast, please share it with your friends, family, and anybody you know looking to live that free and limitless lifestyle. You can even leave a comment down below and I'll get back to you personally. Anything would be greatly appreciated. Also, the LT360 podcast is partnered with lots of awesome companies and we do not partner lightly. These brands are all well approved from a moral, ethical, and product standpoint. So please feel free to do your research, but I do not think you'll be disappointed in what you find. Today's podcast is brought to you by the Limitless Theory Apparel Store. Limitless Theory Apparel will provide you with anything from dad hats, t-shirts, tank tops, beach towels, and duffel bags with high quality gear and a big, big purpose. So I dare you to read the product description on any of those products. They have real deep meaning in there. Uh, you can check those out at teespring.com backslash limitless theory and use code LT10 at checkout for 10% off your entire order. Next, I want y'all to check out nutrimetrics.com backslash limitless theory three. I just partnered with them. I became an official Nutrimetrics health professional with them. I'm also a consultant with the company. We are changing healthcare, one professional and one patient at a time with customized wellness solutions. Check it out. Any nutrition questions, skincare analysis, custom cocktail supplementation, genetic testing, and much, much more can all be found on there. So go check that out. Tons of free resources. And if you'd like to get in contact with me, you can do so on there. Everything is sent directly to me. And lastly, we have our partner store for the podcast, which is, drumroll please, Groupon.com. You can save and earn on Groupon.com by shopping as a preferred customer of mine on Shop.com. Use the portal Shop.com, create a free account, and register as a preferred customer of me, Dylan Foss. And if you already have an account on any of the TLS, Motives, or Shop.com websites, you can tap into this. Go to Groupon.com in the search bar you'll get 3% cash back on any purchases through Groupon.com, whether it's a basic phone case or a tr 
you know, a trip, a weekend getaway, any of the above. So check that out. If you have questions, please let me know. Always willing to help people save time and save money. And don't be afraid to check out the deals on Groupon.com and create a free preferred customer account on shop.com backslash limitless theory so you can earn and save on all of your purchases from here on out. Alrighty. Once again, this podcast is a reality for me, the guests, and yourself, the listener, because of these established partnerships. So please continue to support these awesome brands and people. Remember, I am, we are, life is limitless. I'll talk to you next time. Peace.